Hello and welcome. I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. Australia's Health Minister Mark Butler has announced that the government will crack down on vaping to reduce harm among the younger generations. The government is proposing stronger regulation and enforcement of all e-cigarettes, including new controls on their importation, contacts and packaging. Joining us today to discuss this new plan is Dr. Colin Mendelssohn, an academic and researcher in tobacco treatment. Hello, Colin. It's nice to see you again on the program. Can you tell us more about the new regulations for vaping announced last week in Australia? Hi, Joanna. In Australia, vapers have needed the doctor's prescription to vape legally since October 2021. Well, after 18 months, this has been a huge policy failure. It's almost impossible for smokers to get a prescription and only 8% of vapors actually have one. And this has created a huge black market selling unregulated, mislabeled, dodgy products to adults and children. Well, this week, the health minister announced a doubling down on this flawed policy. He's proposed a major crackdown at the border to prevent illegal imports and more policing of black market sales. As well, there will be restricted flavours, reduced nicotine levels, banning of disposables and a public health campaign to reduce vaping. The timeline for these changes is unknown, but new legislation is needed and it will probably take several months. How will this impact vapors in Australia? Well, this is a disaster for Australian vapors. Doctors are skeptical about vaping and it will still be very difficult to get a prescription. Only 10% of vapors have said they're willing to get one. There's very limited access to vapes in pharmacies and most have a very limited range of supplies. A recent survey found that 13% of vapors will go back to smoking. Very few will get a prescription and most will continue to vape by accessing illicit products from the black market. We don't know if vapors will still be able to import their own supplies with a prescription under the personal importation scheme. What other effects will these changes have? Well, it's likely that hundreds of legal vape shops will be forced to close. This is a tragedy as vape shops provide valuable support and advice for smokers wanting to switch to vaping. Thousands of staff will lose their jobs. And we know that prohibition doesn't reduce drug supply and we expect the black market to expand and continue to supply dodgy products to youth as well as adults. If vapors do get prescriptions, there'll be an enormous additional cost to the government for doctor visits, estimated to be about one and a half billion dollars per year. So the big winners from these changes are the tobacco companies and the criminal gangs. More cigarettes will be sold and more illegal untaxed vapes will be freely available. Why is the government making these changes? Look, the main driver of these changes is exaggerated fears and misinformation about youth vaping. Despite the evidence to the contrary, 
The health minister believes that vaping is a gateway to smoking and is addicting a new generation of young people. He also maintains incorrectly that under 25s are smoking more, when in fact smoking rates are actually declining more rapidly in that age group. And that vaping is a big tobacco plot, and of course we know that's not true. However, the real reasons behind this decision I think are political, ideological. They involve pressure from public health groups with a vested interest and protecting the $14 billion tobacco tax income that the government gets uh, every year. That's Australia's fifth largest tax. And how are vapors responding? Well, vapors are understandably devastated. They're anxious and angry. A new vapor consumer group called Australian Smoke Free Alternatives Consumers Association is about to launch and retailers have formed a new association, the Vaping Association of Australia, and I'm sure they will help. Legalised vaping has stepped up its advocacy as well. But the most important thing vapers can do is to write to their local MPs and support the association. And I hope as many as possible will do that. We overturned draconian regulations in 2020. I think we can do it again if there's enough pressure brought to bear on government this time, and that mostly needs to come from vapours. Thank you, Colin. Looking forward to seeing you in Warsaw in June. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our GFN TV podcast. And don't forget to register for the Global Forum on Nicotine Conference taking place in Warsaw from the 21st to 24th of June. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.